Welcome back to the Golly Dating 101 podcast family. It's your boy by himself today, Tavares, and I'm hoping that this episode, as always, encourages you guys to wait on God, encourages you to do things God's way, encourages us to live with obedience rather than opinions. You know, I'm praying that this episode edifies you, whether it's your first time or not. Thank you for all our, you know, subscribers, the guys that check us out week after week after week. You guys are loyal because I know it's not always easy, but it's proof that you guys are trying to grow spiritually. So I'm grateful for you guys. And if you're new, consider joining, joining the Godly Fam and checking us out every Thursday where we try to drop new content. But yeah, so it's not me. I'm just gonna go ahead and dive straight into it. So we put such a great emphasis on, you know, the red flags and what not to do, what to look out for so you can avoid it. So I just want, I I heard this term once and I was just like, God, that's interesting. I've never heard anyone say, what are some green flags? You know what I mean? We always talk about the red flags, the warning, the stop sign. But I think it's important that we pay attention to what's healthy as well pay attention to what should we be looking for. And obviously I'm not here to talk about like a type you need to look for. You know, we mentioned, you know, being godly, obviously every single episode. So that's obviously the number one thing that you guys are checking for. But I want to talk about, you know, some important things like examining the fruit of these believers that you're running into and you're contemplating dating, marrying, um, you're, you want to get the number or, you know, he's inquiring, she's inquiring. Whatever. These are some signs you should look for, because in Matthew 7 and 20, it says, yes, this is Jesus speaking. Just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. So I'm not telling you to go around becoming the church police and the the legalism king and queen and trying to, you know, say who's saved and who's not saved. That's not the, the goal of this episode. My point is that we need to find these signs. We need to see these things in people before we go forward with the relationship because a lot of people they don't see God leading them they just go straight into it and that's when you end up in sin that's when you end up with your heart broken end up with all kind of garbage you know and trauma and all these issues you got to deal with all because God never told you to and you were just you know thirsty for a little bit of attention so <laughs> a few things that we want to that I'm going to mention you know some signs that they are capable of dating and like I mentioned before there's always going to be number one they have a strong spiritual life. I think it's so many people that are okay with the person they're dating, simply knowing Jesus is God, but they don't have Jesus as Lord. You know what I mean? It's so easy for people like, listen, bro, that was those little sayings Tavares was saying was cool when I was 22, but now I'm 37 and I'm tired of waiting. So Hey, if it's a little bit of sex, then so be it. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. I understand the waiting can be frustrating, but we have to understand it's important for you to get someone with a strong spiritual life. I want to read 2 Samuel chapter 6, verses 20 through 23. Um, you're hearing, it says, when David returned home to bless his own family, Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet him. She said in disgust, how distinguished the king of Israel looked today shamelessly exposing himself to the servant girls like any vulgar person might do. David retorted to Michael, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me above your father and all his family. He appointed me as the leader of Israel, the people of the Lord. So I celebrate before the Lord, yes. And I am willing to look even more foolish than this, even to be humiliated in my own eyes. But those servant girls you mentioned will indeed think I am distinguished. So Michael, the daughter of Saul, 
remain childless throughout her entire life. You know, and obviously that's a little bit of a, a negative story on behalf of Michael. But in my opinion, his wife was, you know, basically she was carnal and she didn't have the strong relationship that you would want the person you marry to have. Because David is happy, you know, the glory of God is coming back to the people. And he's happy. That means God is going to be blessing people. God is going to be delivering people. She should be jumping and praising God with David, you know, but he married someone who met, who worried about what everyone else thought. No, you don't need to find someone who's worried about people's opinion and what social media is going to think. Oh man, look how, look how he's praising God. Look how he's preaching. Look at, look at how every time he makes a post, no, um, no one even likes it. Why does he keep making these types of posts? And it's so easy for you to get someone who causes you to dumb down your, your Christianity that causes you to, to turn lukewarm in order to keep them. And those are not the people you need. You need someone with a strong spiritual life. You need someone who's willing to worship God with you, despite what people think, who when you're in church and you know everybody just standing there and you're the only one dancing, you're the only one clapping, people looking like, bro, we don't even like this song. Why are you clapping? Because you know what God did for you. So out of your heart, out of abundance of David's heart, he's praising God. You know, he's so happy for God's goodness. He's so happy for God's grace that he's giving God everything. And, you know, he's just celebrating. But he was with someone who did not care to see him like that because you're a king. No, you should be you should be more modest and more calm and all that. No, no, no. But when God saves us from sin, we should have joy in our heart. So you need to find someone who's willing to push you along your spiritual journey. You know, and if you if you run across someone who you feel as though they're criticizing people in church, those are the types of relationships you need to avoid. But if you see someone like the David in your church and men, obviously with women as well, women worship, you know, I'm just using David as an example. You found that means you found a partner you can serve God with. You know, when you find someone who's passionate about the things of God, you find someone who's passionate about sharing the gospel in person and online, whereas they're not just sanctified in Sunday morning service and, you know, half naked on Thursday trying to seduce folks on OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Like you want to find someone who is pushing themselves to grow. Because if you see that strong stability, that means your household is going to have that because it's not their looks that's going to raise the children. It's your character. It's the lifestyle. It's what they do with the things of God. So find somebody that's faithful in their service to God, because if God isn't leading this guy, he cannot lead a home properly. You know, many women settle for that man, you know, that love them, but he doesn't really love Jesus. Um, you know, and that type of relationship leads to her simply dragging the guy to church. She's trying to disciple the kids while dad is doing whatever he wants to do. You know, she she's inviting him to church and he doesn't even care to do it. Um, you know, and if that lady on the reverse side, if she isn't passionate about Jesus, then brothers, please don't waste your time either. You know, find that lady who loves God. Find that lady who doesn't care if people don't like her inspirational posts and they only like her if she's in a bikini. She's still going to share her work. She's still going to share the scriptures. She's still going to be uplifting. She's still going to be um, being an example because she wants people to be closer to God, not looking at her for her body. You know, and as I matured, uh, you know, especially, you know, my own personal life, I stopped only looking, you know, paying attention to looks because it's very important. You know, you want to be attracted to your spouse. You want to be attracted to them. But you know, you could meet a whole lot of people that are physically appealing, but they're spiritually dry. And I ran into a whole lot of women before software asked, oh, okay, well, 
Okay, boy. Okay, I like your spirit. I don't really like your looks. Okay, I like your personality, but I don't like your spirit. No, no, no. But then I'm that software where she has everything that I did desire. And that's how I know God is able to meet your need if you're patient, you know, if you're willing to trust his timing, you know, but you have to be willing to not be immature in your desires because if all we are looking for is just looks, the devil's going to deceive us every time because the devil is going to send a distraction that looks exactly like your preference. All distractions are appealing. There's no such thing as ugly distraction. The devil knows if he's going to distract you, he has to send something that you would desire. So find you someone with personal convictions. And I don't mean the legalistic person trying to impose rules on you, excuse me, but I mean the person who's doing something that that everyone else isn't doing because they're trying to get closer to God. Like I know some people that they don't even use social media anymore, or they got off social media for a year. That's not even common amongst our generation. Let's be honest. Between people between like 16 to 30, people are just off of social media all day or off for weeks at a time. But find you somebody who say, yeah, man, I took a break because I was just trying to get my mind right. That shows you someone who's focusing on their spiritual life. You know, but there's a lot more I can say on that. Obviously, I won't dive too deep because I don't want to make the episode long. Another thing um, that is important, another green flag you need to pay attention to is someone that can admit they can admit when they're wrong. And that's so important, man. I'm telling you guys, if they're always blaming everyone else for why the relationship fell, that's a problem. Because don't get me wrong, it's possible that you some some people really did have bad luck and they've dated a few people and they got cheated on, they got abused and all kinds of things happened. But nine times out of 10, that's not the case for everyone. If every person you spoke to said the same thing about you, chances are they're not all lying. Now, when you take that victim mentality, it never allows you to grow. So that's why you have to be willing to find someone that be like, yeah, my last relationship failed because I wasn't at the right spot. You know, I wasn't in the right space mentally, spiritually, or I wasn't faithful. If they're willing to admit, yeah, man, I had shortcomings, or they're willing to admit there are areas in my life God is still working on me. Um, If I'm not careful, I could fall back into gambling, drinking. If I'm not careful, I can fall back into... um, you know, fornication, pornography. Like I know a person, you know, God delivered them from alcohol and because God delivered them from alcohol, they don't go to parties where they know alcohol is going to be at. Not because they're condemning the people that are there, but because they had an addiction that they want to stay free from. So when you want to be free, you can admit your past. You can admit when, you know, uh, issues are, issues were there, but I'm not going to go back to it. You know, so you have to find someone who's not walking around with a victim mentality, like, yeah, such and such happened, but I can see why, I can see why they were mad at me. I can see why such and such cursed me out rather than always pointing the blame, rather than always trying to find an excuse, you know, but you have to be willing to see that you have to, you have to look beyond what's really happening. It's not just them making excuses, but somebody who's willing to admit when they're wrong shows a person of humility, that's the type of person that God loves because a person with pride, God cannot deal with them because they are, they think they're the greatest, greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, so it's important that we pay attention to that. You know, and I've heard so many people say things like, that's just how I am. And man, but I tell you, that's one of my biggest pet peeves, bro. When somebody hits me with the, yeah, that's just how I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you mean? It's like, that's showing me that you're lacking accountability. And you don't want to admit when you're wrong. When somebody is like, yeah, man, I used to I used to, you know, have a little anger, anger problem. So I took counseling or I used to have an anger problem. So I just learned to scale back. That shows you that they're working on it. But when somebody just said, that's how I am, 
you know, take it or leave it. Nah, fam, that's not how this works. You can't simply make excuses for character flaws and tell people take it or leave it, you know, and if that's a, and if it's an obvious sign, we should work on it. So we all know people that have obvious issues in their life. We all have secret issues. We all have things that we're blinded to that everyone else sees. But when you see that there's a glaring issue, like, bro, you eat 19 times a day, you are going to become obese. When you see this person scale back, you know what I'm saying? Or you see this person hit the gym, then that shows they're taking they're taking their health seriously. You know, things like that. Obviously, I'm not here to talk about health and all that. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not trying to offend anybody because it can get misconstrued very easily. But, you know, I've seen people blame their bad attitude on things like their zodiac sign. And, and y'all know I'm not lying. Like, that's one of the episodes I plan on dropping in a couple weeks. <laughs> you know, people with these zodiac signs, but you know, when you hear somebody like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm just a Leo, you know how we get. Like, what does that even mean? I don't even know all the zodiac signs, but people keep telling me, oh, because of my birthday, I'm a Leo. So I remember that one. Um, but I'm just like, what does that even mean, bro? You know, to me, that's absolute nonsense. You know, so <laughs> I'm not going to dive into that. But you don't have a bad attitude because you are Leo. You have a bad attitude because you will die to your sinful nature. And that's the problem. People want to blame it on astro- astrology and all these other things. No, no, no. Take accountability and then choose to work on those flaws. You know, that when this 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 issue, like it was one of the reasons why I want to do this episode, because to me, it's a lot of people, you know, we brought up a lot of people that aren't perfect very often, but it's a lot of people that are, yeah, they, they aren't perfect, but they are working on themselves. They're allowing God to work through them. They're allowing God to produce the fruit of the spirit in them. And those people don't get enough credit. And to me, that's unfair because there's a lot of people that God is doing great things through, but we have to also see the potential in them and stop writing off people because of their history. You know, so if you see somebody with poor spending habits, um, if you knew somebody with poor spending habits, obviously that's a red flag. But if you see somebody, now you see them budgeting, you see them paying off debt, you see them stop spending money on careless things. Those are green flags. Those are signs that, okay, this person is heading the right direction. This person is doing things the way God would intend it. You know, when you don't see someone active in church, obviously, that's a red flag. But when you see them faithful to the house of God, you see them trying to serve where they can. You see them witnessing and evangelizing and trying to bring people to the church or trying to do Bible studies, you know, at home or whatever. Those are the green flags that showing you this person is a person of character. You know, if they're always lashing out, obviously that's something you would consider a red flag. But when you see a person operating in humility, when you see a person willing to admit when they're wrong, or even when they're not wrong, they're willing to be humble and listen and hear, listening um, to understand rather than to respond. Those are the green flags. You know, and then there's other people who just need therapy, you know, and it's important to have Jesus and a therapist, which is why I'm recommending you guys to check out BetterHelp. Every time I, t- I talk about BetterHelp, somebody from Patreon um, makes fun of me. I'm not going to call her name or anything, but you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> but BetterHelp is a resource that I'm telling you guys about because it's important for Christians to learn to prioritize our mental health in order to take advantage, um, not not allow our past to take advantage of us, but to learn from it, to grow from it. You know, BetterHelp will help assess our needs and match us with our own licensed professional therapist. You'll be able to connect in a safe and private online environment. Your counselor can be contacted at any time and they'll allow you to set up video calls and phone calls um, as you may desire. 
So if you're facing depression, stress, anxiety, anger, some form of trauma, they are there to assist you. In fact, there are many people using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. If you're feeling burdened down, I want you to enjoy a more stress-free life. As one of our listeners, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com godly. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com godly. A third green flag you need to pay attention to is someone who is consistent. Find you someone who is inconsistent. When I mentioned some things that will turn off uh, men immediately and women immediately, almost everyone on social media was saying an inconsistent person. So that is obvious a sign that you need to avoid an inconsistent person. But someone who you see their character, you the person you get today on Thursday when you listen to this episode and the person you get on Tuesday they do not conflict. The person they are at church is not the person is not going to change because they're around their boys, around their ladies. Nah, they're the same believer. They're the same rooted. They're the same character in every avenue of their life. So you're not worrying about, man, does this person like me? No. If they made it clear they liked you last week, they will make it clear they like you this week. You know, they're not, they're not gonna have you guessing. You need to find a green flag with someone who is showing interest and it's not interest because of their, their boredom. 11 at night, they ain't got nobody to text, they're feeling horny, you know, if you're a kid listening to this, you know, we talk about the grown-up stuff, but if you're a kid, you know, prayers up, ask your parents if you can listen to this podcast, Um, but there's a lot of people that are inconsistent, but they're consistent when they want something, you know what I mean, no, but you need to find someone who's consistent, you know their character, you know their interests, you never have to think, never having to question it. Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. So if you're always in a state of confusion, obvious red flag. But when you see someone is consistent, then that shows, okay, this is someone you can be serious about. You know, um, you're getting the romantic dates, you're getting the flattering messages. Um, and it's not just one every six months. No, no, no. This person is consistent. And I'm not saying they need to buy you flowers every day, but there's I've, I've heard of a story where a lady has mentioned. Every month since the day she met her husband, and they've been married for decades, every month, the same day of the month, I don't remember what day it was, he's bought a, bought her at least a flower, maybe a pitcher of flowers, whatever. But he's bought flowers every single month for their entire time together. Obviously, he set the bar high. I'm not that romantic or that thoughtful. I think that's something we all can learn from. But it's the fact that he's consistent. So if something if he didn't bring that to her, then she's looking like, oh, you know, something must be wrong with her husband. You know what I mean? But he set the standard so high that she knows her her man is going to come through. And that's how we have to be as men as well. We have to be willing to come through, whereas the woman is not guessing, you know, where we are spiritually or mentally or emotionally. You know, you're getting those words of affirmation, that quality time whenever they have it. You know, you know, somebody's ready for commitment when they're the, when the way they express their interest when you guys first got together is not changing when you guys are arguing or it's not changing the moment there's a disagreement, but they're still interested. You know, so I think there's a few areas we need to check for consistency in. Number one is obviously going to be the spiritual walk. Are you seeing them living a life outside of church? Are you seeing them living a life also on social media? Are you seeing them living a life when you guys are tempted. You know what I mean? You need to check for consistency in every area. Um, Already consistent communication. If you hear from this person one time a week and you know they are not busy, they are not interested. Are you seeing this person consistent? Whereas whenever there's disagreements or arguments or something like that, they're willing to take the, the high road and say, let's sort this out. Let's talk this out. 
that's when you know that co the communication is going to where it should be. You know, are they consistent in seeking their goals? Because if they're telling you, hey, hey, babe, I want to go to the NFL, and you never seen his brother hit the gym, says he ain't going nowhere. He is not making flag football. If you see this 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 lady like, hey, you know, I want to be a singer, and she ain't practiced no songs, or none of the songs she practiced is Christian songs. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I ain't trying to judge nobody, but I've been saying, like, you need to see some consistency in their life. If you're not seeing that, if they're claiming they're, they're going to be a business owner and you see them with no business plans, not working on anything, just going with the flow, playing video games, eating Doritos, shopping at the mall, clearly their goals are not going to um, come to pass, you know. So let's just get that out of our mind. Um, they need to be consistent with their kindness. Are they kind only to you? Or are they also kind to their family? Because a lot of people are rude to their family. Are they kind to the people who can do nothing for them? Because I've seen people disrespect the waitress or disrespect the waiter and then try to, you know, show a romantic date for the person they're with. Nah, bro, you're trash. You can't do that. You know what I mean? Are they consistently kind? Are they consistently exhibiting the fruit of the spirit? That's what we need to be paying attention to. And another big one, um, one of the biggest reasons why marriages fail and it's not because of adultery is finances. Are they consistent with their finances? Because if they're always spending all this money and they ain't got Bill Gates type of money, then something is wrong. Because a lot of people are balling and showing out on credit cards, but it's not God's will for you to be in credit card debt while you're trying to impress somebody. You know, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. Let me let me not go down that rabbit hole. Uh, I'll behave. I don't want to offend anyone because uh, I know how I get. <laughs> but another green flag you guys should pay attention to, their friends are godly. It's so important for you guys to pay attention to that. And the reason I say that is because there's, most of our parents have told us that. Show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. Because we are all going to be a product of the company we choose to keep. Um, I've hung around a lot of drug dealers. I've hung around a lot of alcoholics. And I've hung around a lot of people that sell you know, sell drugs and people that kill people. I, listen, I was in the hood, bro. So I was, all, I was around all types of people. And I didn't do those things. So I'm not saying you automatically become your company, but if you're constantly around them, eventually you start admit, you will start making excuses and eventually you'll start indulging in it. So you have to pay attention to the type of company you keep because if all of your company is negative, eventually your life will can spiral down that path. Um, Proverbs 13 and 20 says, the one who walks with the wise will become wise but a companion of fools will suffer harm. So you need to be checking if this person is around godly people because if they're around fools, they're going to become a fool. But the moment you see, ladies, you see this guy, he expressed interest, he shot a shot, you, and now you see his friends. You see his friends at church. You see his friends he hangs out with from work in the gym or whatever. And every last one of them look like they're heading to a frat party and they're always talking about sex and always talking about girls. Then you know you are another name on his list. But if you see him around those men that are always praying, you see him around those men that are always building a business, you see him around those men that are always uplifting the community, then you can see like, oh, okay, well, I can tr I can trust that even if he's not at his highest potential, he's getting there. And fellas, if you see a girl around all the gossiping sisters, you know, don't waste your time because they are talking, talking too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when you see her around godly women, you see her around classy women, you see her around business-minded women and spiritual-minded women, then you know that she's becoming one of those women. So it shows you that because their friends are godly, that means that they have a good, they're, they're, they're feeding their mind with, with things that'll help build them. Because if they're around people that aren't godly, then 
more than likely they're lukewarm as well. They're carnal as well. And it doesn't mean they have to be, but 1 Corinthians 15 and 33 tells us bad company corrupts good character. So what's the opposite of that? Good company will help your character to develop. It will help your spiritual life to develop, your business to develop. Most of the people most of the people that compliment me on, oh man, I love what you're doing with this, or I love what you're doing with that. Yeah, that's because I surrounded myself around people that were doing better than me and I wanted to grow. So you need to pay attention to the type of friends that you're keeping, you know, because it doesn't matter how much we say we love God. If my company's always doing the wrong thing, they can influence me to do the same. You know, if everybody around me is entertaining the things of God, though, now you know that I'm taking my walk with God seriously. Because people that want to go out and have sex all day, they're not hanging around preachers. They're hanging around the people that are out there, you know, turning up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you need to pay attention to those who they're around because that shows the character that they either have. Because some people hide their character from you. So you need to pay attention to their friends because you want to know that their pastor and their spiritual friends that you see can speak highly of their character. Um, one of the things that Safa mentions that before, you know, she could talk to me and, you know, try, before the engagement, I believe it was, when she spoke to to my leadership at my church, I didn't know she was doing that. When she spoke to my pastor at my church, I didn't know she was doing that. They were giving her, okay, like, yeah, we can speak of his character. And it's not me saying that to, to brag because, you know, I definitely have a long ways to go as well. But it's just the fact that other people around you, they can say like, hey, I can vouch for her. I can vouch for him. You know, this is something, this is someone you can trust, you can grow with, you can build with, you know, but if you see that all their friends are promiscuous, how can you say, hey, bro, is he a godly godly man? Like, he's around people that's turning up. You know what I mean? They don't care about any of that stuff. You know, so that's definitely something we have to pay attention to. And the last one is they're obviously not driven by lust. That's what you need to pay attention to when someone pursues you or you're entertaining a lady, whatever it is, you need to pay attention to, are they being driven by lust? You know, because there are many, even some women, you know, that are honest can admit that they've had struggles with lust, but do you see them pursuing you because of your appearance or your character? Because if they like you because of your character, that's a, that's a green flag. That's something that, okay, well, I can grow with this person rather than them just looking at, you know, how I'm shaped or how I look. You know, you need to see them setting up guardrails because even if someone did struggle with lust, are they protecting themselves? Are they willing to address the things that they probably didn't notice and you spot it? And if you say, hey, bro, I noticed you've been following certain pages and I don't really like that. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I didn't even know. Like, boom, unfollow or, oh, I didn't follow this person or no, whatever. If, if I'm not saying they should find excuses but what I'm saying is they're willing to set up guardrails. They're willing to mute pages or they're willing to unfollow pages or they're willing to protect themselves by not adding things into their life that will push them towards less. Because you want to know that they value you. When somebody's driven by the spirit and not by less, they're not after your body. They're trying to honor you as God's daughter or God's son. So that's what we need to be paying attention to. And it doesn't matter how nice your body looks. You know what I mean? Because I'm I, people can't hide how they're shaped. That's not what I'm saying. But the point is you want to make sure that you are being valued because a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, they're happy when a whole bunch of people approach them, but are they approaching you for you or are they only approaching you for how you look? You know, and they should be able to compliment you without talking about your curves. They should be able to compliment your character without talking about your curves. They should be able to, to love you and to know you and to be more than just how you're shaped. Because if you remove sex from the equation, there are so many couples that would realize they have nothing in common. You know, if you didn't send another sexual type text or no flirty text, 
many of you would see that the next person is bored. Not because you don't have a personality, but because they weren't after that. You know, if someone is driven by less, they'll check you out. You know, they'll check out, check you out. They'll see whatever. And then they're like, ah, my needs aren't being met. So I'm done. You know, but if you remove sex from it, that's when you know this person. Okay, this person actually likes me. This person actually wants to do it God's way. And that's what we want above all else. We want a person that is spirit led, you know, because you can count on them to help push you and encourage you when you're weak, because there will come a day when you're weak, they're weak. But in those moments of weakness, will they honor God or will they continue to fall into temptation? And and on that note, the garbage truck is outside making a whole lot of noise. <laughs> but we're wrapping up this episode right here anyways. So go ahead and subscribe. Leave five-star review if you're going to leave a review. We appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, check us out. See y'all on Patreon where we'll be doing our study through the book of Ephesians. If you're not on live with us, it's fine. We upload it to the podcast app and we upload it um, so you can watch the playback. But I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. See you next Thursday. Peace.